and I, I understand the frustration about Qatar because there's rumors. Kurinda was like Natasha, unfounded. As you know, Basaz, it's just rumors. Um, there's things about sundowns and him potentially signing a pre-contract or a contract dispute. No, Ivan calls. There's just a lot of stories surrounding the man. And in the meantime, I got that. So I understand the frustration. You know, the contract is a paratang as you know. It was the length. That's the, the craziest thing, though. What, eh? what, what are the terms if there's no time period? Like Vumelenuti for as long as Ufit. Like how. And it feels like when people talk about Ngati, well, he can't he can't get out of it. There's no point where he's also ever going to be a free agent. It's like, what kind of deals are they signing over there? I've been here many times before, and I've never been defeated. And still, I will never be defeated. It's Jay. And this is Chuck. What's up, everyone? This is Jay from the Two Upfront podcast, where we look at the weekend sporting action and other narratives around the sporting arena that may have gone under the radar. Hello, hello, hello. It's not December, it's that other... It's not even a holiday, actually, right? It's... It's a, it's a it's a scam day. It's like Black Friday. Just but, a time for lovers. But love is is the is the foundation for the scams. It is Valentine's week, which means it is also the return of the Champions League. But before we get to that, um, starting a little local. First of all, hello. My name is Jay. <laughs> Hi, Jay. Um, this is Chuck on this mic. Welcome to the listeners. And we keep singing this song, but we're coming. Trust us. Viewers, soon, soon, soon. Soonest. Yeah. So, while well, we are on the comeback trail to, 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 to the visuals, a man who made it back from what felt like forever on the sidelines, Timiko Siloch returned Chuck um, in the NetBank Cup against E All-Stars in a game which... Um, uh, Orlando Pirates won two 0 at the end, where he scored as well mm. on his comeback. And there's there's a lot of excitement from sections of Pirates fans, also South African fans. But then there's another section who are of the opinion, Wuti number one, Bakateli, Lodge, <laughs> and yeah. what started to form from from those circles is that perhaps Tembikesi Lodge is actually overhyped at this point. Is that something that you'd agree with? I would not agree with that because um, I think, first and foremost, Loach is our best player, um, the Pirates. Um, you saw Mafia and Shok Sh- will play against All-Stars. Um, but when you look at the fact that Masana All-Stars, it was a tough game in the first half. We couldn't find enough space to play. Um, we were we were not looking very dangerous, but in the second half, lots of things changed in terms of the game being more open. We found the goal um, via Saleh, Loach gets his second goal. But when you look at the, inter- the interplay, um, including Loach, how Loach is free all over the pitch, um, and he gets other players to play as well. It was a cut above the rest, and I, I understand the frustration about Qatar because there's rumors. Kurinda was like Natasha, unfounded. As you know, Basaz, it's just rumors. Um, there's things about sundowns and him potentially signing a pre-contract or a contract dispute. No, Ivan calls. There's just a lot of stories surrounding the man. And in the meantime, I got that. So I understand the frustration. You know, the contract is a paratang as you know. It was the length. That's the craziest thing, though. What, eh? what, what are the terms if there's no time period? Like, Vumelenuti for as long as Ufit. Like, how... And it, it feels like when people talk about Ngati, well, he can't he can't get out of it. There's no point where he's also ever going to be a free agent. It's like, 
What kind of deals are they signing over there? That's the common thing. That's the common thread you're saying. What's a parrot and I and I just to fight tooth and nail to get out. You can't, you know, like oh, 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 sent in a transfer request. For for not seemingly it's not that easy. Yeah, it's, you can't just do that. <laughs> there's lots of clouds and, 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 and mystery surrounding that contract. But um so it was a good showing from a guy who who came back from injury. O- oftentimes you need to get up get back up to speed and you, you do that slowly. Um but fortunately for him it was against lesser opposition and he was able to show his class at the end of the day. So I think I disagree with the comments that said he's overhyped. Um especially Donna in, in the age where Skalang and Sundowns and all the quality that they have, this is one of the players who I do think in the PSL era amongst the, the, the squads, Lapura Lapo, who have quality players, this is one of the players that you mentioned and the players who are good in the PSL. So I don't think it's overhyped. I think I think it's uh it's media fatigue. Um and it's an over exposure of the person. Whereas the person we know him as a player, but we've not seen him play for long stretches, not just this season. Like it feels like we've barely seen Lodge on the field of play in the last three years mm. even. Um and in that time what has happened is there was the domestic violence matter, mm-hmm. which don't know what Mutipelelejani. Um, then he was no longer with that girl, and then he became one half of a celebrity pairing. And there were the it was all over social media, like people snooping into that and finding us like, oh, this is who they are with. On. And snooping is, is the right word because it seems like they were looking to keep it hush. They didn't announce themselves. Mm. You know, it was well eventually because it's out. Let's just say, and the pressure came, comes with that. And then, and then, and, and then he became more of a celebrity than he and his celebrity having begun like in, in, in as as a football star, and then it transcended the game. And now, and so what I'm talking about the ever overexposure that Loach is still in the headlines, but he's not in the headlines for football. And the thing about like football fans, as much as there is a drama which we enjoy, which is just like the transfer market, like that's when rumors are circulating is something that football fans engage with but generally speaking football fans don't 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 care for your life beyond the game which has nothing to do with the game i mean we we come on here we've spoken like paul pogba but we've spoken about paul pogba speaking out about being unhappy at manchester united when he's with france so those are headlines still within the confines of the game other things like what people are doing in their personal life those are things that irk football fans especially if that's the only thing that is being spoken about you rather than what you're doing on the page. So I think that's where people 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 um go with in terms of he's he's overhyped. I think as I'm saying, it's just the fatigue of well, you're in the headlines, everyone is still talking about you, but when do you when do you play? Are mm. you still a football player? You know? But in terms of him as a football player, you know how I feel about Lodge. Yeah. Um and I know having I, re- I really rate Lodge. And I also started to think, Uti, nah, man. Because I, I, I mentioned when we were on the morning show, like yeah. I mentioned that like at his very best, I think Lodge may actually be the best player like in the country, which was met with the rebuttal. It's like, it's Temozan, which is obviously, of course not mm-hmm. a wrong answer. But I also started to think like, man, do I do I have like uh, my evaluation of Lodge like wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. Then... I see him in that second half. Like Pirates struggled in the first half, didn't score a goal, and he comes on like late on in the first half. If I'm mistaken, for what does that mean? And immediately, Chuck, I'm like, nah. Like my views on Lodge are correct because he's playing as the ten. Mm-hmm. As I, what I keep saying is like he's the best ten. 
He's the best um, left left wing. He's the best right wing, which maybe that one is questionable now, mm-hmm. with uh, with Saleng doing his thing like for London Pirates. And then I see them like yeah, like yeah, changing positions in the game. I'm just like, this is what Pirates have been missing out on. Yes. And Chuck, just 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 even like that second of what he gave, right? Because Ronaldo was playing in that game. Mm-hmm. So now you've got Ronaldo, who's like the ball player and the ball like retainer. And Ronaldo, yes, he does lose a lot of balls, but I'm I'm. I'm okay with that because he's 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 playing forward forward passes, whereas there's a lot of like like side passes, backward passes that happen in, like in our game in the PSL. Mm. You've got you've got a team. Okay, he's the defensive base. You've got Ronaldo, and now you've got U Lodge, and you've got Usaleng, and it, now it's just a matter of like, man, if we get like a striker, like there's a lot of firepower now, and it, that change comes around the fact that you can do so much with with, with Lodge, and Lodge continues just to find himself in space, and people. You, they can't track him like during like the entirety of his presence on a football pitch and again and it, this is my frustration that you you spend so much time on the sidelines maybe that's something you can't help maybe your your body is fragile you know or maybe that is something you can help uh, where better nutrition better training whatever it is that you need to do to make sure that you are more available on the football pitch but the game in our country not a Pirates fan but like I, I say this like very easily that it's better off with Temi Kosiloch like playing and you forget very quickly which is why having seen him I'm like nah I don't think he's overhyped mm-hmm. like when he actually plays football you forget very quickly that nah man this is like just a celebrity who then happens to double now as a footballer it's like that's a proper footballer yeah um, he's he's got the superstar life like that accompanies that off the field and you don't mind that if it's balanced with what is happening like on the field you know and if he spends more time on the field I think it will serve as a reminder to those people who do doubt him that nah that's that's a top class player and you just need to you just need to watch him play and watch him play quite a lot and Pirates would have a contender on their hands if Lodge was present for like 90% of the games in a season. Yeah, I mean, also when you look at the fact that we've gone on like a goal drought, uh, where we've struggled to find the back of the net. If you have someone like that who's who can find the back of the net and create chances, you're saying, and is fluid all around the park, that's a that's a big asset. I mean, what if you remember, I forget Pirates, she was like, you can't believe Lodge is still in, in, in the PSL. He should be playing somewhere overseas. Yeah. That's what his, that, that was his first assessment of the player. Michael to forget Pirates. No, this guy is good. dope. Yeah. That guy is you know? very good at football. You know what I think the issue is, Dana, because when you're talking about um, extended period um, laid off with injury or whatever, and then there's headlines as well, I think that's the same thing that Kune had. Um, and we then you start, you start to mm. wonder, Woody, are our memories accurate of this player? Because everyone, if, if Kune comes back, or rather, when he did come back after a long injury, I was like, ah, we'll find one We didn't need him, you know? And after a couple of games, like, no, Kune's number one. It, you start to doubt your memories of the actual game because of what's presently being displayed. I mean, the people saying, ah, no, no, let's have Lodge, please. Because, and Saleng. And yes. Um, because when you look at what they bring to the game, I mean, no, no disrespect to Saleng. I don't think he can reach uh, Lodge levels because Lodge was player of the season and you don't get that by, by chance or by luck. Maybe you might have a bias if we really want to dig in and try and try and make it a, a, a controversial thing. But about when I'm a player of the season, number ten, more when they won them, they're well deserved, and it's because they're spun. So I think I think um, when you have Lodge there and you've got Undlond, I don't know if the, if the coach will, will 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 buy into what we're saying right now because you had said with Mwenlorevia, which is very rigid, and Tanamata will pivot, which doesn't really help us because we need goals in our game. If you've got Lodge and you've got Undlond and you've got Usaleng. 
Pambil first mix we hot to Erasmus we keep on changing players but to Kamanje um recently can I just jump in there because you mentioned someone even said like Hot is an even better player at this point than uh, never, <laughs> never, than never. Lodge. I saw him against All Stars. Where look, I, I understand something with their teams who are hungry and they play best against the bigger opposition. That's why we saw the shock where your super sport um, getting knocked out of not getting knocked out of the competition. But when you are the better side, it must show. Hot on mind is still struggling, and that that is an issue, man. Hot is a hard worker. He'll give you. Uh, but Ohoto oh, foot is one-footed. Ewan Saleng is also one-footed, but he does more with it. Mm. Ohoto, oh, when he's pinned to one side, he doesn't come back to the other side. He doesn't. And when, in an entire season when you've played majority of the games, because Ohoto has been a mainstay in the Paris setup, what has Ohoto done to show for it? Saleng has scored. They showed by Bambile. They've held it down. Utim has gotten good performances. Name three good Ohoto performances. I don't think we can. So I, I disagree with that, man. I, I disagree with that. You know, really. you know, you know what that is, and what where you do pay your respects to Hoto, if you want to say over Uloch, is the fact that Hoto is always available, mm-hmm. and don't know Hoto personally, but you get the sense that he's such a professional. Like he's always on time, like yeah. at, at, at training, he's always putting in an effort at training, and whatever the coach asks him to do, like if we need you to play as a wing back, I'll play as a wing back. If you need me in the position that I do prefer as an actual winger, I'll play that as well. Wherever you want to to deploy me, I'll I'll go there and I'll work for the team. I will not make it about me. I will not be in the headlines. I'm not going to draw any attention to myself. And if I whatever whatever my limitations, um, I will play within those or try to get above there, which is where then you see with the ah actually yeah. in your city, this is this is an average player. So there's that, and 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 that is something that also does appeal to fans mm-hmm. as well. Um, as I'm saying. <laughs> It's celebrity culture. Um, people both want to engage with that overexposure of individuals they do not know. Mm-hmm. But then there's also a point where it's like, I don't want to know all of this about this person. Like, I just want to know the thing that I want to know. Unfortunately, you can't block out things that are actually thrown in your direction. You can't just be like, I just want to focus on him as a football player when there's all these other things about him. You know, mm-hmm. Lodge, he's got a song <laughs> about him yes. for crying out loud. But when 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 you can, as I'm saying, just focus on the game, then then you 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 can have your your mind infiltrated by what actually I am watching. Because what you say is 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 very true. Lest we forget, this was the player of the year, and he won player of the year, mind you, in a season where Paris didn't win anything, mm-hmm. in a season where Tembazwani was Tembazwani, and he beat out Tembazwani and. It, I did not hear a lot of people, a lot of murmurs about, nah, he shouldn't have uh, gotten that. Because you know that's the, one of the big arguments in terms of like individual awards. Like, but what has his team done? What has yeah. he contributed towards his team? You know, essentially. So, and it, for me as well, someone who's a Sundance fan, and that's the season where I turned to youth, like where I, having seen him for the first time, it's like, I think the number three at Pirates is, mm. he's a player, you know? And I was telling you, which I'm frustrated about this guy, because he's got, he puts himself in so many good positions, but his finishing is, is quite poor. And when you started watching, you're like, Hold on. And he stood what, out what that season. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I would have also awarded him above Utemba Zwani as well. So that's that's the player we're talking about. Um, Jarshuti, it's not uh, some 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 model looking chiseled guy in Jarshuti who got his fame from things that happened off the field. And he's also like a football player. And now that is being transferred onto him as a football player, and we think about him more than what he actually is. He's a very good player. And I think the onus then is on him mm. to stay on the field and to remind us of that. Also, this is the guy as well. AFCON 2019, 
when like yeah. we're struggling he comes in and he, be, and he leads us in, in the game against like Egypt he yeah. becomes our Moses you know in that game and that's no fluke none yeah. of that is a fluke like that's still the same guy granted we haven't seen it for like for a while mm. and as I'm saying like he needs to stay on the field um, I want him to say stay I don't want him to go to, to Sundowns um, same yeah because if Pirates which we continue talking about look best placed to challenge sundowns when they have a, new, a player who's emerged like Saleng this season and you have then Uloch sprinkled back into that team and we'll see the the, the, the Congolese the Congolese Cameroonian striker mm-hmm. like if he's someone who's who's going to bang in the goals because imagine you have a, a, a top goal scorer and then you, he's flanked by Uloch and Saleng mm-hmm. and uh, the defense is taking care of with that back three and whatever the coach decides to do in the middle with the team or or whatever the case may be, maybe you can afford to play a double pivot at that point because of what the options you have like up front. Hmm. Then that's a, that's that's a team to be reckoned with if they are coached properly, you yeah. know. So I want him to stay there. I want him to perform. Um, the game needs it. Yeah, I fully agree with you. I mean, if you look back to when we were coached by Ogunagazi and our exploits in Africa, Paris played some very good football. I mean, there were teams with Swasha five. Lost at the center of it all. I mean, if you add our team, add our Abondlondo, add um, players like Abo Saleng, who has come to the fore, you want to think Paris become a, a good side because the one thing we've been crying out for, Jobas Kalas, it's Sundowns, just Rob and Anan, is consistency. And that's what Sundowns has shown. They are consistent in terms of playing mm-hmm. at a particular level. She's went into the African thing in final as well, Yekev. But where are they now? And if, if, if only these ties are consistent, then we've got a good league back back on, you know. It's not playing with Sundowns, it's too easy. But if Lodge is there with the players that which we have and the coaching system that we've had, because I think maybe the guys in there, but let's try to do something consistent and let's have Lodge make Paris better. I don't think it's overhyped to answer the question. Yeah, no, nah, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Um, I, I know why people are saying that, but ultimately as the player, that's that's a very good player. It's the top three player yeah. like in the country. So Jay, um, your your team the lost. The is getting worse. <laughs> ah, my man! Like the team dropped points against Brentford. Um, the, the the team that you guys banter with back and forth. They they are always a thorn in, in, in your side. I mean, from the first uh, game of last season where they had a kickabout with the boys, and you guys responded to having a kickabout with the boys, having beaten them. It was at home, ne? At home, yeah. yeah. And then here they are scuppering you on your charge to the title. And this is the weekend where City didn't fault themselves. They made good on their on their game and they beat e Villa. Villa. This final scores are three one. Three one, yes. Three one, yeah. <laughs> is it time to ring the, the the alarm bells because you dropped points against Everton? That was a defeat. Um, you dropped points against Brentford, who who actually had a lot of chances themselves. They looked dangerous. Whereas with with I mean, look, it's a lot of Jekyll and Hyde performances because you guys were better now against than you were against Brentford, but not gonna not good enough to get three points. City were beaten by Tottenham, who were thrashed by by by, by Leicester. Leicester, and then all of a sudden they look good now again. Are you worried about the? Because you, you you said to me before, which you're you're worried about the run that City does tend to put together every time the turn of the year comes. They put a string together, a string of wins together, and they charge for the title. Are you worried about that, or do you think? So is it time to ring enough? the alarm bells? I think it's time to identify where the bell is. <laughs> <laughs> Put it close by. Yeah, not quite time to ring the alarm bells. Um, but there's concerns, Chuck. Um, and those those concerns somewhat mitigated in the game against Brentford. So the concerns come from in the game against Everton, 
like yes it was a hard game yes there's the fact that Arsenal don't have a good record um, at, at, at Goodison and there's a new manager bounce and not allowed to play but I I, I, I think that's one where you want me to get like a scrappy result mm-hmm. you know and in the game against Brentford I I felt as if the point was was a fair reflection of that game um, I don't think Arsenal deserved more than a point they were lucky to not be down multiple goals like in the in, in the first half because Umbuemo as well as Tony like they were giving that Arsenal back for everything they could handle and more literally every single time the ball went up into the air and Tony was backing into a Arsenal center back they, they they did not know what to do like they were out muscled they were out thought they were outmaneuvered and there was even a, a goal that was scored by Mbwemo, which was called off, which I, I don't think it should have been, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, like there was contact and you can blow it the way that it was blown. But I, I felt like uh, there, was, there was a fortunate call. And even even then with the goal that they did score, I could see it coming because, again, the ball is played up to Utoni. And he also has that one was like, ah, but Tony also has his arms like around Saliba, you know. Mm-hmm. Saliba has his arms around him as well. And when it's going to be the set piece, having seen also with the goal Takosi scored like for Everton, not very, not very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like the Arsenal defense, like the the defenders themselves, and just like the defense of the team, is not the greatest. Especially um, when you are going to get a little more physical, you're going to be putting balls into into that box. I know the melee in the box is like this is going to end up as a goal, mm. although maybe it shouldn't have because people just need to do their job, draw the lines. Or well, how are you not drawing lines when literally this is the like I'm sure there's a checklist, Uti, and then draw the lines and then come up with a decision. So Leo, I, I, I don't know about, but they do it for like, CVJ just to be controversial because it, why aren't they doing? You know, child, I actually think the same thing. It's like. Because you have things then for people to talk about. Like, the reason the Super League now is wanting to come back again is because the rest of Europe want the pie that is the EPL. Because as a TV show, like, that thing is mad, you know? Like, people are cursing. People are wanting to bring in, like, like, officials from other countries. It's like, is that allowed? Can it be done? This is uncalled for. And they come up with with apologies, but then nothing is going to happen. And there's... There's, there's just like fury from the Arsenal fans and like the other fans are quiet they know this is wrong but they're quiet because they don't want anything to happen yep. but if it happens to them they, and, and and it's like the the people who earn the most money from the Premier League are sitting there rubbing their hands together like Birdman it's like yeah how many dollars you know <laughs> coming into the <laughs> bank account but like coming back to Arsenal like having then survived those chances by Brentford and taken the lead Again, I wanted to see them hold on to that. Mm-hmm. Given, yes, it was going to be hard. And it, let's not forget that Brentford come into that game with a 10-game with a unbeaten streak. I think nine in the in the Prem. And then they've extended it now to 10. That's a serious side that Arsenal were facing, you know. And also, even even, even with United winning um, yesterday, the Premier League is, 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 is a league that's hard to win. And, and the reason I bring up um, United is because prior to the win against Leeds, United had only won one of the last four games. Mm. And you see Arsenal now uh, in a slump of having now won two games back-to-back. Newcastle were flying high. I think they only have like one win in six games. Mm-hmm. That's a hard league to win in, you know. So 
when you do get the chance you want to do it but also when you when you do see the result um against a brentford you get it you take it and now it's just beat city i think you know when you when you talk about united and arsenal i think maybe it's because you have limited sides man because when i think about finally we've got a red card casemiro and an injury to ericsson when you look at when we're struggling against Leeds playing at home what do we do there aren't too many answers aside from martinelli coming off for ultrasat when, when when Arsenal have to show up or when Arsenal have to get a goal back, what do they do? Oftentimes, it's, it's reliant on the players who are already on the pitch to find an answer. And more for, for, for the majority of the campaign, they have found an answer. I mean, Saka still being brilliant because the ball to, 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 to Trossard, great cross, mm. Trossard in the right position to finish. But it was it was wave after wave. At that point in time, when I was watching the, the game, when you score, score, score line, I was like, okay, Arsenal going to drop points. But as soon as Arsenal score, I'm like, they're not going to give it away, are they? Because it was wave after wave. And in Brentford, that one chance that they do get, they do travel Arsenal. That's the second half. I didn't watch much of the first half. But I'm just thinking to myself, Oguti, if you don't have much, many answers, what, what do you do as a coach? Because if you're dropping points as well, if, if you don't, if you name an unchanged side and you're winning, it's fine. But if you name that same side and you're dropping points, now you're like, Fabio Vieira, can you perform? Like, hey, coach, I'm not quite ready. It's going to look like FA Cup or Europe, you know? And you need players who are game ready. And I asked myself the question, had you gotten O Mudrik or had you gotten Kaiseido? Maybe those points are not dropped. Mudrik. <laughs> Mudrik. <laughs> He's young like, and maybe in the next couple yeah. of years, it's like, okay. But maybe. right now, right, yeah. right now, it wouldn't it, help. It didn't do much for Chelsea. And, and, and it was... Subbed twice, man. Doesn't help him on that. It on was sub twice, I think, just on the on the hour mark. Having done Jack, like against Fulham, against West Ham, whereas Abu Jal Felix are fine in the back of the net. Enzo, I will just slot that in there for Chelsea fans. What a signing! He's still quality, that boy. Man, you know, like, man, like, and, and, and you can tell even though see, he's young, when he loses if the ball, Arsenal had an Enzo in oh, yeah. in that game. Yeah. Like, I think, I think mm. that those results are better. The thing about Enzo, though, Jay, is that. And as maybe because of the system, like he plays very deep, but he's very willing to go box to box as well because he loses a lot of the ball, regains the ball as well, plays key passes as well. So he's a, he's a good player. But back to Arsenal, I think then when we talk about lack of depth, Pep, Kevin De Bruyne on the bench, put everyone back, Gundogan, Kevin De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva in your midfield, and pretty soon you're two, three up in the first half. That's how you solve the problems with the personnel, you know. And I think that 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 is that is although Pep can be his own worst enemy sometimes. Cause I, I don't know what he's going to do against Arsenal. I don't know, but I think that is a trump card that he has over a lot of teams. Which when things aren't going well, I've got a deeper bench and players who will perform. You know, Chuck. Actually, because um, I've, I've actually thought about this a lot, and because um, you you mentioned that I'm bringing it up now, mm-hmm. I think there's a bit of a myth around depth, eh? and the reason I say that is when I think about it, the team that has really benefited from that is city alone and even then in the in the title winning seasons centurions all the way to last season for the most part when everyone is healthy you can name the you you you're 11 with mm. city players that you get for depth what you hope for with them is that they they give you five games um or they can they they can give rest to your frontline guys when you are leading in games or in lesser competitions or in other competitions so that people are not fatigued mm. but you you don't ever really truly have a, a like similar quality players 
in the starting eleven and in and as well as on the bench, where you are you are saying I'm relying on the bench to win us the title. Mm. You think about where Liverpool are this season again with the injuries, similar or even though worse as the season after they won the the league, and the accusation against Klopp is what is that he pushed these players to the limit, mm. but he had to because. You are go. You win things with with your first eleven. You think you think about Real Madrid winning a treble of Champions League titles. You know the first eleven. Like you can rattle off that who was playing yeah. every single time. There wasn't a game where it's like maybe you want to bring in um, someone else Match. from from yeah from yeah. the bench yeah. and and not play these guys. You you sign an eleven and you are fortunate if you if you get like quality players. What you do want is you do want game changes off mm. the bench. Solskjaer, for example, there are not a lot of so Solskjaer has like. A one is once in a lifetime career. Like I've never seen anyone like Sabola, maybe like and yeah, yeah, so yeah, say, Sabola, yeah. Like, locally. <laughs> but like in terms of like when you think about the number of goals that Solskjaer having over hundred goals for United and mostly being someone who was coming off the bench, United were fortunate to have that, and that's part of why they they, they won all those things. But for the most part, even when then a Sheringham moves on or a call in New York, then they go and sign Uvanisto Roy. They don't mm. promote. So shy from the bench and get someone behind him yeah. to come, yeah, do that job. So it's concerning when your eleven is not doing the job. When you have to look to the bench mm. to actually pull out wins, you're in trouble, in my opinion. You do want to have the option. You want to have more than Evera coming on and giving you nothing. Mm. Like two games in a row now, same thing. Jorginho in the game against Everton came on, gave you nothing. Mm-hmm. You look at. Or Martinelli, and you what you what you probably find is that maybe Martinelli needs to be backing up or Trossard because even though Trossard scored his first goal and he's been more impressive in my opinion when he's played, I don't necessarily think like Trossard is like world class. Mm. You know, um, he's not he's not the guy you want for the next five years. Or it's like okay, this guy's gonna be competing as one of the best wingers in this league for 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 a while yet. Mm. You know, so. Arteta does need a plan B um, because again against the Brentford Brentford were doubling on those wingers you mm. know and you mentioned Osaka that was the only time he, he got in behind the defence and, 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 and had that like it would be great if a Smith was available and he comes on for a Shaka because he maybe puts stress on the defence because he can carry the ball mm. um, or Vyarangaz at the moment what he's, what he's really good at you know but <laughs> for for the most part what you're going to want to do is look to those frontline players to deliver. Liverpool in the season they won, they got thrashed three 0 at at Watford, but there there wasn't a okay. Let's ring in the changes. Yeah. What happened then with, with with Pep? Now what you're mentioning, he rang the changes. They lost. He rang the changes again to actually revert back to the frontline guys, and they won. And maybe it's worth his while to continue with these guys because again, as like my thoughts around this is. You win. You win with the strongest eleven. Um, you were you were talking about the fact which now that you guys are missing with Casemiro and Eriksen, it's like man, like this is poverty spec now. Yeah. You know, struggling. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you brought in Osabeta, but you don't actually want him to be the guy who's playing. You still have a Fred. You don't want Fred to be playing. <laughs> and when you saw the team shoot to the Maguire, now he's playing. It's like and he has to play because you have to rest. Um, Ovaran, yeah. but you don't really want him to play. He had a good game, but then he yeah. also had like. Moments where it's like, you see, this is why we don't want you to be playing. Exactly. So depth is important. Yeah, when injuries even inevitably do happen. But I don't necessarily think that depth is what wins the titles. It's it's 
having the fortune of your frontline guys staying healthy actually you know I, I agree with you but not entirely because this is where i veer off like i agree with you that you need to have a strong 11 because they get you the wins as, as you were naming the, the teams right but i think also you need players who you can trust to do a job in certain games yeah you know like how they will bring a linda love which is a, a surprise but actually seeks because you want an extra body there who can actually play a ball maybe if you had someone like i'm just thinking I'm, I'm, I'm envying Brentford for having Tony. Like, I think we're a Tony short. Oh, yeah. If you had a Tony as well, yeah, you know? I, I was looking at that and it's like, man, yeah, someone is saying, it's like, man, if we could trade Tony and Ketty at halftime, <laughs> it's a totally different game. I was yeah, thinking, what? you guys, yeah. if oh, United had Tony, Tony, it's like. I say, you know, Harry Kane, because he's not coming. We know that he's not coming. And if you have players who are going to do a job for you, like, when I, Nathan Ake had a good run of form when we were starting Kings, but sometimes you want that boy to be there. Sometimes you want an extra player to do a job. Not someone's going to go come in there and look lost or not be able to perform the job. And I think that's where depth comes in. But in terms of day-to-day business, um, I think you're, you're spot on there in terms of having a strong 11. That's why maybe Pep trusted them enough from seeing them off the bench or, or from training with our guys to see out the job, which which he was wrong which, which he was wrong on. But more let's say he, he starting 11. You want to then say uh, Mares after almost a Puma, I'm gonna forward and do a job. Actually, forward and came on for Grealish, um, in actual fact, but Grealish, um, do a job. If not, forward and do a job. But you want to be to have, to have the same level, and that's where maybe the argument of depth comes in. But Opep has been very. Yeah, if you can stack like that. Yeah, case. yeah. Opep has played Opep Roulette, as we've said, with sometimes Maris is playing, sometimes it's not, sometimes it's Bernardo, sometimes it's not. But right now he's gotten to a formula. Maris is more the starter now. Grealish is playing more often than not, and 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 Haaland is the one who's shooting um almost all the time. Um, but uh, but as you're saying, there, were t- there was a time where it was Laporte and, and no, it was Diaz and Stones. Yeah. Out of the blue. But that became constant. It wasn't chopping and changing for the sake of depth. The previous season, Laporte was in, if I'm not mistaken, in a team, the 11 of the season. Yeah, Stones was on the bench. Mm-hmm. The same, as much as there was depth, he didn't use it because he wanted to keep to that standard. So it's to do a job. It's not necessarily to win, a, win the league, but it's to do a job. So I, I agree with you there in terms of that argument. And the reason I bring that up is... The, the I, I do think Oteta needs to figure out a another tactical plan because it'd be great if Jesus was there mm. if he was playing um as dropping deep being that false nine and opening up um spaces in in the defense for those wingers to exploit uh, and Keta is not quite that guy uh but in the absence of that then looking at the coach like how how can you scheme this in a mm. way where you do get more you know you do need more from those guys, um, and 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 the matter, Chuck, as I'm saying, is like in the fact that Arsenal have lost against Everton and struggled Newcastle similar and struggled now again against Brentford is it's the matter of well you can't look to those other guys to come in because if teams are going to play against this like this against like Arsenal it's like those guys need to figure it out. You know, yeah. like it's a matter of we just better, mm. and that's something then that needs to be proven. The other, the other reason, uh, it's like okay, I say you have to identify with the bell is because I, I I've been thinking when you ask the questions like confident Arsenal gonna win. It's like there's gonna come a moment. There's gonna come a moment where even just beyond how good are you as players, how how what's your character like? You mm. know. Are you able to grind out results? Are you able to have those, like in those championship rounds, so to speak? Can you actually lay gloves on 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 on, on your opponents? You know, mm-hmm. and this was always bound to happen. I think the other thing, um, in terms of this is a hard league to win in. 
we might have forgotten is because of what City and Liverpool have done. We forget that only City and Liverpool mm. were doing that. You look below them, everyone was in and around like 70-something points. Teams were not, the third team was not even cracking 80 points mm. because generally speaking, the whole league is good and on any given Saturday or Sunday, you might get it. Yeah. You know, now where you don't have a super team um, like Liverpool or City this particular season, now it looks and if, with Arsenal putting fifty on the board after nineteen games, the expectations that they're going to be that Liverpool City, yeah, like, right, it's yeah. not likely. Mm. That was never going to likely uh, to happen, you know. And they were always more going to regress to to the mean. But at the end of the day, they are still three points ahead. Do have a game in hand, play City, and it's a Zlamlele mm. now, mm. you know. And against City. My my hope as a fan and my how I think then it's also like just analyzing the game is Arsenal will have more space to play because City are going to come there to play yep and they they are chasing Arsenal and I think they're going to come to the Emirates looking to get a win which will will, will free the shackles uh, for Arteta's team to go and play and at that point it's a matter of proof that you're better than these guys. Any fears about uh, Marking Ohaland or do you think because of his recent dip? Um, not much to be worried about because the the notion says when it goes to the bridge, when it goes to Anfield, when it goes to Old Trafford, produces nothing against the big boys. Yeah. Do you think that'll be the same? My man, <laughs> I was I was trying to find out. I was trying to find like how to describe. That's the perfect description. Like mm-hmm. when you watch him, and it, he doesn't fill him with confidence. And it, you know what? Mm. I get now why Ateta was learning him out. Um, he, there might still be a very good defender there. Like Rio Ferdinand's assessment of him is that he's a unit, and it's like there goes England again, just being obsessed <laughs> with people's size. Yeah, and he was very good. Like at the beginning, yeah. my concern is the more you, you know, there are players who the more you watch them, the better they get. Mm. Like the more you watch Saliba, the more he starts looking funny under the light, and that's concerning. Yeah. You know, um, and if teams start to figure it's like, oh, you can you can have him. Like that's that's gonna be very problematic. Haaland is a big boy, but he doesn't necessarily play like Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't play like a Drogba type 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 person. So the only the only thing I I might have a little more confidence about is that he's not going to be trying to bruise like the centre backs all, all all that much. As I said, like it's not every single week you're gonna play against Tony. That was a concerning display by the defenders. But mm. the the bright side is that. Tony's only at Brentford, you know. Um, maybe you'll come across that with Mitrovic again at some point, but there's not many times that you're going to run into that guy, mm. you know. So there are concerns because Haaland is a cyborg, you know, and as an, I'm not, I don't trust that that Arsenal back four. But man, if, if if it happens that we do concede the two as we did against like uh, Manchester United. Depending on what the, those confidence levels are after these two games, mm. there must be a thought that you can go and score three. Also, because you can score against the city side, mm-hmm. like especially towards the end of the last season and then into the season, they've been conceding goals. They've been letting in goals. You think about the three they let in at, at, at Newcastle, even in the game against Aston Villa, where they do score three in the first half. It feels like a team is always going to score against them. So same feeling as Arsenal. They should have full control. Yeah. Yeah. So. As I'm saying, I think it's just it's gonna come down to a matter of maybe Haaland does score. You know, mm-hmm. you accept the fact that he's gonna get his, but then you also like rile yourself up with, but we're gonna get ours as well. You know, and ultimately it is a it is a mano a mano. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you win against City, then you're six points ahead with a game in hand, and everything is hunky-dory again. Um, it's that simple. So obviously not that simple, but it, it, it is that black and white, as I'm saying. Now the message is just beat City. Like what has happened has happened, now beat City. I'm hoping you guys draw, but I can't tell you for what, because we're going to mess up the game to close the points gap, because we always do. But I think... You know what's what's encouraging about Arsenal is that Arsenal now uh, this this iteration of Arsenal are a hardworking side. Like mm-hmm. when when the going gets tough, Arsenal do try to dig deep and work harder. Not too much success in the last couple of games, but against United when the game was the pendulum was swinging to and fro, they kept on dying, digging deeper and rallying themselves up. With guys, just keep on going. We can do this, and I believe they'll go into the into the game against City with the same mentality that they're good. We know they're good, but we can have them. You know. Um, City as well are a hard-working side because I see as much as much as they have the, the quality I see Kevin De Bruyne running and hustling and like dude you're the best guy on the team you don't have to run I and mean, we've seen Messi do this for years Messi doesn't run for nothing and he gives you the best football you could ever see you know you can never complain but Kevin is playing 8 Kevin is playing right wing uh, Bernardo Silva is making ch- runs down the channel um, Abu, Abu Haaland Haaland has some puffs sometimes that's really focal for me but Omar is by Aspana Abu Krish by Aspana and Grealish is more and more, more entrenched now on the side. He's doing into Bonagala, mind you. Before he was huffing and puffing and the price tag wasn't warranted and all that stuff. But now there's more pro- uh, productivity to, 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 to his game. So I think it'll be a close game, yes, Jay. I think it'll be very close. I, I hope it is a draw because I see firepower, firepower on both ends. And I know what he, Arsenal didn't score uh, in terms of converting the chance that they created over the past two games. But I think you guys score one or two because City can be had and they, they will concede. But I think City respond with two as well. I think it'll be four, four goals in that game. I know it's, it's, it's lofty, it's, dream, it's me dreaming of a dream fixture, but it's very you know, open. I think, I think Thomas Partey will be vital in that game. Um, oh, yeah, actually. Thomas Partey is, and I've said this, like the winning of the league lies with his health, or his availability. Because mm. there's no one, there's, with him, literally there's no depth whatsoever, which is why I suppose we're chasing Caicedo. Um, as much as we were in the January transfer window. But if he's not there, we saw in the game against Manchester United away where there were passing lanes for days oh, in the middle of the park. There. There you know? no and it, it's not, it, it's also then like we were talking about this. It's not just the fact that uh, defensively what he's able to do. I said, like, I've never seen an African player like um, Thomas Partey where, because if you are cast as the hard man in midfield, that's mm. who you are. Mm. You know, like you're an engine. Um, you're you're Bison, which was the the nickname Yaga Michael Essien. Oh yes, yeah. But you're not you're not like classy. You don't mm. think of like oh man, he's got silky touches. Thomas Partey with the ball at his feet, like he's he's phenomenal. Like in position, he's amazing. You see him like switching mainly to to the left hand side to find Martinelli, or when he's like further up and closer to the box and playing like the intricate passes around the box. He's very adept at mm. at, at, at doing that. So. He gives you he gives you two players in one. So in the game against uh, Manchester City, you know City's midfield are strong. You spoke about the fact that De Bruyne was back, mm-hmm. um, Gundogan was back, and he was scoring goals. Uh, so you have to respond to what they're going to do, like through the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, Cancelo's no longer there, which I think might actually be a positive because he was another one who's adding numbers in the middle. But you have you have to front up against them in the middle, and you have to like try dominate that. Um, I think the the uh, the Arsenal defense will have a better day in terms of you don't you don't have guys who want to do what Mbemo is doing, mm. running into channels like that. City don't do that. They've they've got these technicians in the wings like Grealish and Mares. Like they don't they're not explosive, so that works in your favor. And teams have exploited that like this season. So 
Arsenal can keep these guys in front of them and then it's a matter of like worrying then about Haaland you know mm. as you say that's not to say well you do all those things you keep them out it's going to but you go a long way in having them not put four past you yeah. you know and you saw in the game in the FA Cup game Arsenal did play a second string team and were there competing with a strong city side yep. lost barely lost 1-0 so i think they go back to that and they take confidence from this like if we have our frontline guys we can we we can have them you know i think it is going to be um a close game it's going to be interesting what kind of uh what 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 kind of confidence arsenal have cuz they've had some fast starts mm. in games it's going to be interesting to see like do they do that how do they respond if when city score cuz i think city will score and yeah like can you exploit that defense because i i do think that defense is is there for the taking so last question on this do, if you're a teta do you name an unchanged side and and keep it as is and do you tinker with your with your midfield like you know what chuck has been Jacques has been playing advanced um and playing an advanced eight do you want to have you do you want him do you want him to mind or kevin de bruyne or wakunda again and try get them out the game man mark them maybe essentially or do you play as you were because you were playing essentially Arteta football in the FA Cup game and you were close in that. But because you haven't been getting, been getting results and you're playing against a team that's playing flowing football, would you change anything? Play on the front foot. Mm. Like, be brave. Play on the front foot. Like, th- trying to win the title this season, you're trying to win the title off of these guys. I don't think this is... this Coming into the season, always says, like, uh, maybe looking for top four. Like, against City, just try not to lose, yeah. you know. But especially because of what is like you've only gained one point in the last six and they've pulled within three go win the championship like don't try have like them drop points later or you know what let's live to fight another day if you go to no down so, so do you want your three me. points now rather than holding them off to the exact same points difference because i'm thinking to myself as, as you're saying now with the going into the season not 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 um getting smashed will be good but I'm thinking then you have to think as champions. So if we're going to go all the way, we need to beat these guys. But at the same time, I've seen Mourinho park go. the bus. I've seen Sir Alex settle for a point in harder games or whatever away. Is this what you want to do right now on the back of two losses? You know, Chuck, having seen how the other teams are setting up against Arsenal, I think it's actually going to be a struggle to get... It, it, it sounds weird, but I think it's going to be a struggle to get those wins against teams who are going to try keep you out. This team is not going to sit back and try not lose against you they're going to go try win Mm -hmm. and the arsenal team is built to play um when you mentioned Mourinho, that 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 they they were they were they were a wall you know they can play that i don't think arsenal can play that game to begin Mm -hmm. with like where in the game against brentford for example every single time brentford broke they looked so much better they looked like they were going to get in every single time they broke and i'm just like this is this is not can't do this you know mm. similar in that game I mentioned it again at Old Trafford where in terms of the gameplay I thought Arsenal were better but like every time United had the ball and were going the other direction it's like man you're going to concede you know so if you know what team you have and the personnel you have like you you can't hope to keep them in front of you and keep them out because I think you're going to get burnt because that's not your game mm. also I think <clears throat> Yeah, as I'm saying, be brave and like go for it, you know. Um, and 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 yeah, don't be a, I, because I think you're gonna get in trouble just trying not to lose when you can't play that game. Like yeah. if you if you know you can go to the new camp against prime Barcelona and sit back, if you know you can, you do that, yeah. you know. 
but I don't think this team can. Like mm-hmm. yeah, instead, if they try to do that, I think they they will pay dearly for it. So and if you're playing against a team, as I'm saying, who are gonna give you goals, go get your goals and go go get the victory. All right, Chuck. Um, switching gears. Uh, that is a game that's that, that's going to be happening in midweek. I'm about to buy and they're going to be watching that game because there are big games as well happening beyond the shores of England. The Champions League is is back, uh, which is what I was referencing. It's it's it's, it's mid February. You know what time it is. That three month layoff has come to an end. We're going to hear that anthem, and you know it just gets you excited. Champions League nights are back, so. Chuck, um, looking at some of these games, but beyond just what is happening this week, the teams that are left in the Champions League, in a season where I feel like, man, it's it, it's it's open. Mm. Who would you have as your favorites? Like, which teams are you looking at? Like, they might go and win all big ears this year. The Champions League anthem is back and not even one team signed Ronaldo. What a tragedy. <laughs> got four goals in Saudi Arabia. I don't care, my man. The only thing is just like, you know what, it's, oh, it's official records and oh, now he's man. pulling further away from Messi. That's... But it's like, those goals should not count. Well, those goals of... should be like, I'm afraid you're in training with Romare. Although they did have um, uh, a representative in the Club World Cup final. So yeah. uh, pay them service some respect as much as I love Ronaldo at the end of the day for this to be his end like Bahalula pushing moves to sign to a Champions League team you know Chaka was saying to someone on social media when I saw the highlight of one of his goals I'm like I forget about Ronaldo and where he's playing and every time one of those highlights creep up and I see him in that yellow and blue I can't believe it I'm just like this is not real like I'm dreaming oh this is a prank and it's like He's really doing a masu, and, and we're, we're seeing this, uh, these highlights because of Ronaldo. Otherwise, yeah, otherwise we never get pictures of this league. Like, we never a, see. I don't know. Maybe if that team was like maybe sponsored by Adidas or something, that like, looks like a Kitiasa High School or something. And it, I like when when I see his teammates who run up to him to go hug, I'm like, oh my, oh my love! It's like, what are you doing? It's like, hi, but what are you? I I I feel like I want to call him up. Like, what are you doing? Mm. Especially when you get to hear his coach say what he's not finished. So, so when I play some years in Europe, you're like, I, he mess, he mess, yeah, he mess. Yeah, the Champions League is not in the Champions League. Yeah, it's, it's very different. Um, I know go with dark horses, man, because these guys have continued very strongly in the league. Napoli, I can't ignore Na- Napoli, Napoli because yeah. yes, they don't have the pedigree of going deep in the tournament or even contending in the Champions League uh, too often. and they had a bit of a noise, but not really since then, you know. Um, but they're looking amazing. They're looking irrepressible, irresistible. They're just amazing, like Pesera. And no one can really get close to them. So I think they they must be a, a name that I put in the hat. Um, secondly, I don't know if... if no, I don't want to go with City, man. Because City are, are too on and off. For, for, for a competition that's been that's been giving them trouble, even when they were at their peak, this 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 version of City does not um, have me convinced. Bayern, now they're not running away with the Bundesliga as they usually do. PSG, I don't know. I, again, for me, it's, it's one of those ensembles that put together the right uh, kind of players, but for some reason, they're not going to do it. It's not a footballing reason for me. I just don't think Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe are destined to win the Champions League together. This is Angas. Maybe in, in some other person's fairy tale, it should happen, but sometimes I'm not like to call And so as a result, do I look back? And Liverpool, Liverpool are struggling. Tottenham are horrible. AC Milan are struggling this season. I'm struggling to actually pick a proper contender. Let me ask you, actually, in 
the absence of a superpower. Mm. My question actually is, why do you think we don't have a superpower like this season? And in the absence of a superpower, where it's like, okay, that team has the players, experience, coaching, combination of all three, or like one, which distinguishes them as a favorite. Mm. In, 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 in there not being a team that has that, which we've seen in the past and they've gone on to win the Champions League, what then would you say might be like the difference maker for a team to win the Champions League? It's a very tough uh, question um, because my name when you look at E Milan, they are they're second now currently, now. are they behind Inter? I think they're third. They're third. Yeah. They got Wildwood by Chelsea. Chelsea, Echo, sure. It's like, why them, you know? When you look at the Serie A, Napoli, you would say they sprouted out of they're nowhere. Fifth. They're fifth. Yes. Wow. Even worse. Napoli sprouted out of nowhere. Of the challenges to City's crown, you didn't think Arsenal would be the one. The people who are pushing Bayern Munich all the way is Union Berlin, who came out. Like, you can't mm-hmm. even say with Babuya, Blabantlab. And so when you look at the traditional powerhouses and who's. <laughs> Juve are struggling, had a point deduction as well. Bali Pansi. Other than just footballing, and when I'm footballing wise, Young young Tara, because when, when most of these teams aren't changed in terms of the quality that they have and the, and the players that they have, they should be getting better or at least holding a standard. But they've dipped and, and and someone else has come up to become better. I mean, for as good as City are and the personnel that they've had, have had, the points difference is, is, is makes sense because Arsenal have been better than City in terms of the players that they, not the players that they have, but the display that they've put on against the similar opposition. Um, when you look at United, yeah, fine, they got a lucky goal, Yaga Rashford, and that offside stuff. But City had a goal, a goal up, but they looked nervous against United. Arsenal played against United, didn't have any of those nerves. Even going a goal down, you're like, okay, this team clearly is a better team. But it's like City, where's that standard? You you put six past them. Why why have you dipped? A Bayern, Sadio Mane, Sadio Mane is injured now, but they look good. Chipom Daung, Chipomoting is leading the line now. But I understand, and they've, they've dropped the level. Like PSG don't have the, the points gap that they have now. Um, people are closing in on them. It's hard for me to say what to hear why it's happening. And I think it's going to revert back to type. The superpowers will emerge again because that is the tradition of football. Every other year, except for a few years when. Um, a portal pop up mm. and a Monaco, and Monaco in the final and a Spurs contesting against Liverpool. You will have the traditional power. But you still have Liverpool in that final. Yeah, I guess you know. So it 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 has ah, why 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 swung this way? Do do you think so, maybe you can figure it out? I mean, how well, I so while you're talking, and I'm thinking about it. If I were to take a crack at it, right? Mm. I think we are in actually unprecedented times where we've had really good teams really established teams in terms of the players in terms of the coaching Mm. and they stayed together for a while all at the same time actually Mm. and then all at the same time they those players have aged or then now those teams have been broken up and then now you have a situation whereby it's it, it looks chaotic all around so if I were to give Liverpool examples, you, yeah. you think about you think about Liverpool, who've won. Look at teams who've won Champions League or who have been thought as favourites. Liverpool have won the Champions League and have been in two other finals in the last five years, mm-hmm. if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And for the most part, five years is a long time in football. For the most part, that was the same team. Yep. And then now we know Mane left. Firmino's not the same guy. As a result, now Salah's not the same guy. 
you see in the midfield have got all these injuries. Um, Fabinho, who was like the best DM in the world, is no mm. longer that guy. Henderson, who was serviceable in there, even though like he was never good, but like he did his job. Wijnaldum, who was in there, is gone. Mm. You know that Van Dijk is 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 now injured. Who they got with Allison to win them the Champions League? It's not the same team. Klopp is talking about like we will build another team. Mm-hmm. You think about um, a Barcelona who in the past have have been that. Eventually, Neymar moved on. Um, Suarez became old. He moved on. Leo Messi has moved on. They're not even here. They're mm. not even in the Champions League. You know. Yeah. You think about Juventus as well. They had Chiellini, no, Bonucci. no Bonucci, and 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 that team under Allegri for the longest time. Allegri moved on. No longer the same team. You spoke about what's happening with them. You 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 think about a Bayern Munich. Mm. Um, they no longer have Lewandowski. Yep. You know. And prior, when they did have Lewandowski, and when they were winning the Champions League, they had U, the the coach, U Hansi, Han, U Hansi Flick. Mm. He he left. Yeah, you got um, the the golden boy of German uh, coaching, but it's not quite the same team. You you look at their defense, for mm. example, like those guys <clears throat> in the in the game against PSG. I think PSG can exploit that. You know, um, you. Pavard was not even playing for France, and they were they were they were playing a makeshift right back Ukunde there, because they didn't trust Pavard because he's not been in good form. Mm. I don't trust Upamecano as a as a centre back. I don't trust Delict, even though they signed him with big money. U Davis, we're talking around the World Cup, like can we even call him really a defender? You know. Yeah. And so Chuck, all these teams who had like the formula to win the Champions League is one. You must be like a, a, a traditional powerhouse, mm-hmm. right? And then you have teams with superstars. And they had that, and they, they had played together for a long time, and they had the good coaching. City, who've it. not won it, hmm. but have been going deep. They themselves now, we just finished talking about the fact that Kevin De Bruyne and Gundogan came back into the team. Would never have imagined two, three years ago that Gundogan and Kevin De Bruyne are not playing in the City team. But these guys are, are on the wrong side of thirty now, which hmm. I think is part of the reason why um, City aren't the Centurions anymore because. Hmm. These guys, some people have moved on, yes, but for the most part, these guys are older. You know, they still have the coach, but the talent that he has, that's a team that probably needs to re-up. This is why, similar last season where we couldn't really pick out who was going to win, Real Madrid won the, the Champions League because they had enough juice, like an enough store of that same team to go on another run, which is why... Because as a Real Madrid fan, I never actually realized I never actually picked Real Madrid to win the Champions League. I'm gonna pick them to win the Champions League this season. <laughs> this and, this and, Madrid, and because Chagne, I know they're struggling in the league, hmm. right? And I'm thinking Napoli as well. Napoli, like the other team I'm looking at, and I would also tell you who else. But I'm just like Napoli don't win Champions Leagues. Champions League is not won by like teams like Napoli. Champions yeah. League is won by like five, six teams, like ever. Like Chelsea joined like the ranks recently, and they went and got a second one. So they are there. You don't get teams who've never won the Champions League like coming to. The, as I'm saying, Chelsea are the only club to do it in the last I think 25 years or so. Other than that, you get like oh they've got three, they're adding a fourth, they've got five, they're adding six, the seventh. That's what happens in the Champions League. Like football pedigree is like football heritage. It it really really shows itself in that competition, which mm-hmm. is why. Like outside of footballing reasons, like the other things that happen within football, it's like I'm struggling to pick an Napoli. Like someone, Real Madrid, Liverpool, um, Bayern Munich, they're gonna run into them, and it's gonna be like 
no, 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 not here, little boy. You can do that there in Italy. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, yeah. Not here. Here's like our, our field. So I know Real Madrid are struggling in La Liga, mm. you know, but they have a difference maker in Vinicius. Like Vinicius is playing out of his out of his mind, like again at the Club World Cup. And if, this is a big if, if Benzema is fit, um, and there's a lot of ifs like around that team. Cross has been has, has been good this season. Modric not so much. Um, and and at the World Cup as well in this season, you've seen that the age is catching up. But on where if especially if they accept that La Liga is gone, then you play for the Champions League. So okay, we are geared towards winning this. You rest them maybe in some games in in, in La Liga, and they know how to win. Like in 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 those situations, and they've got like the most winningest coach in the Champions League era. So it's not favorites in terms of ah oh, nah, you know, like mm. when when Prime Cristiano Ronaldo is doing his thing at Real Madrid. But looking at them, because I'm looking at a, a a a PSG who I picked last season, and the reasons for it's like they've got they've they've got three of on their day the best five players in the world, and they That's, should be yeah. steamrolling teams. But what they where they have the players. What they also then like is the fact that Messi is not in his prime. How whatever you want you want to say about him, he's gonna win FIFA best and Ballon d'Or, whatever the case may be. But this is not prime Messi. And Neymar also not started like a house on fire, but then it's gone down. Cool down and time. you know there's the politics within that club, and they've also then been struggling in in and you kind of now expect them to struggle in games. And I don't know who their coach is. Their coach doesn't have that pedigree in terms of those things. I was listening to the players and being together for a while and the coaching. So it is an open. It's an it's a, it's a, it's an open season. Yeah. Anyone can win it. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the team I support because I never go with them. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Real Madrid for number fifteen. I'm, I'm thinking about teams and I'm like, all I can think of is dark horses. People who don't really yeah. win it. Like, oh, and I been Benfica were great like, in, yeah. the, in, in the in the in the in the group stages. Dispatching teams, gone. that's a big loss. That's the a big loss. Ah, but teams have been able to fill a void. I don't know if they can, um, because this is the knockout stages. They can't figure things out. They have to get right in two games. But I go. I've got two dog horses: Benfica third, Napoli second. Who do I think stands the greatest chance of winning it? Like England and Bournemouth. Like I want to see City, but I'm not convinced. You know the thing about that though. You yeah. mentioned England, like. You look around the other big five leagues, right? Mm-hmm. And you consider that Barcelona not even in the Champions League. There is a big gap between like the top half of the Premier League and those other and the top half of those other um leagues. And it would feel like you said this last season, I believe, that the the, the tide has shifted towards Premier League teams. And Premier League team was in the final last season. They had eleven shots on target, but they mm. found with the best keeper in the world in that moment was playing like that. And on another day, Liverpool should win that. But then mm. Liverpool against Madrid, that football heritage goes even up another level. But it would feel it. It would seem like an English team must be able to like right? somewhere go deeper quarters, semis, do something. But like. A number of problems with Liverpool in the in the Prem. It doesn't look like Klopp can figure them out. Yeah, if Madrid loses against Liverpool, I don't know, Jack. <laughs> I don't because know. Because they were able to dispatch teams and score goals like handily in, in their group fixtures, like WGS, Rangers or Ajax. One of those got hiding. Oh, like, Rangers! You, they got yeah. put seven past Rangers. You forgot, you forgot which Liverpool are struggling. Yes. You know. 
But as 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 the US, UCL took a break and the Prem continued, you're like, no, this this team is, is not looking good at all. So maybe they can turn it on as well on, on Anfield nights in Europe, Wednesday, Tuesday, which nights, are magical, maybe. which are very magical. Man, I, dog, I don't have a strong strong. I'm, I'll, I'll be putting names out there just for the sake of contenders. It's either I join you with Real Madrid or I go with their with their rival with the team that they're playing, Liverpool, and they shock everyone somehow. The 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 only reason I would maybe go back to a PSG is because. Again, of what I saw at the World Cup, like tournament football is different. Mm. Like you, you, you can play to not lose, um, and make sure that you are you are. Stu- See, like Argentina were were, were sturdy mm. until Uscaloni made boneheaded decisions, which made the games closer than they should have been. You know, mm. and then like even in the final, there were mistakes from Messi. There was a mistake from Otamendi, and it's like well. Uh, without those things you you just do the right thing 9 out of 10 times which you would do anyway you win that game comfortably 2-0 and it, I think about a PSG and the fact that they do have a Messi who's won the World Cup now and they have I want to say Mbappé smarting from the fact that he didn't and he doesn't have a Champions League title and the reason they were put together is to win the Champions League and then it's like okay forget what is happening in Ligue 1 you still do have a buffer and you're struggling there but now you're faced with a, a Bayern Munich side Bayern Munich side who are still Bayern Munich you know you want a dispatch of those kind of names because also they lost against Bayern in the in the in the one Champions League final they did make a few mm. years ago so and as I'm saying that Bayern Munich team are not strong defensively no. um, they don't have Lewandowski they're sharing the goals around yes for sure but I think you look at them and you feel like our chances are good you know so I look at them and it's like maybe experience mm. does come to the fore because Mbappe I, I read I read now that Mbappe was seen in training Messi was seen in training as well as Verratti was seen in, in training and, 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 and when you look around Chuck's like Verratti Mbappe mm. Neymar Messi um, Marquinhos at the back Donnarumma as, as, as the keeper it's like Hakimi, Hakimi like yeah. as your right as, as your right back like you guys have too much talent to fail man surely the thing with, with PSG, they never shine at the same time when they needed to. And I mean, with, Not a team. Yeah, with, with what you're saying, I mean, Mbappé proved to be one of the best players in the world at the World Cup. Messi also had a claim for that as well, finally lifting it. Neymar started well and was also uh, the talisman for, for the Brazil side, who should have gone further, we, we would argue. And if all of those three, as you say, do something, like even if they played 50% of what they're able to do, even the, an older Messi at 50%, they should beat Bayern. But I, I, there are Because there's no 2007 AC Milan in this no. competition left. Yeah. So it's like, who do you fear? As you say, like, if you play up to a level. Yeah, and I just don't see it happening. As he, in Tokyo and PSG, is there, it's all these leak-ins where you see Messi not playing or Neymar or, or Mbappe because of whatever injuries or whatever. I feel sometimes they lack the rhythm. That if you play... You know, like, then when we were seeing oh, oh, when Messi did his overhead kick and they were scoring goals and everything was nice, like... You don't have this this camaraderie and this togetherness for too long because mm. after two games one of them is gone after three games oh, one of them is gone and so if they built that you know how the the the, the fab the fab fortune fab three as liverpool they were always playing every game together yeah laba it doesn't happen often enough and if if these two if these three guys who are this good would find chemistry with it, messi will find neymar neymar will find messi but it's not so certain with, with mbappe right in terms of finding parts of the back with the with with like you've got eyes at the back of your head without even looking if they were to get that telepathy or that understanding, 
ah, it's easy to say game over because that's that's why they were that's why they were built to, to say game over because these front three you can't stop. They just better than everyone yeah. if, they, if they do that. But I think that that inconsistency hurts them in key areas. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did because they were built for this. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they didn't because they 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 started too often at the key moments. <sighs> so your number one is Napoli. At yeah. I think Namata Kosu Pelo, which doesn't yeah. make sense. It doesn't make sense, but it, it's not the era of the big teams. So Man, big teams. like, you know what? Um, that's the beauty of supporting teams where, it's like, you know, the analysis is failing me, so I'm just going to go in my heart. Like, although there is analysis in that, yes. it's like, yeah. they, they did it again. They they know how to win. They know how to win um, this title. I'm going to go with Real Madrid. Like, I'm going to go with Real Madrid. But in terms of who's playing the best football in Europe right now, it is Napoli. You know, mm. it very clearly is Napoli with U Osimen and I don't know how to say his surname Kakra Kvaramis so and maybe this is that season where you do get like a a, a new winner because it does happen um, every 25 years you know Uh, but we'll see it's good it's 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 intriguing Hmm. and it's going to keep us glued to the TV screens to see like what ultimately is going to be that telling factor because as i said like the the formula in in the teams have had like in the past we had a collection of very good teams who had that all at the same time and then they all then left their prime had their injuries left had uh guys leave coaching changes all at the same time which is unprecedented in Mm. the world of football and european football you know so it's exciting times uh we may not have ever seen anything like that we may never see it again um also because we might be watching the super league League. (laughs) i was about to ask you a question in super league because um they were saying in the champions league maybe arranges against barcelona it's not as enticing as real madrid versus liverpool right because it's big names versus big names and that's the draw of the super league but the fact that there isn't a clear favorite, does it all of a sudden make just about every game exciting now because you don't know what to expect? Or do you still back the big names in this in this edition? I think I think initially you look at the big names and then when you get to properly looking like we are talking about it now, mm. you realize it's okay, salamakam, but don't know with the bantu, you know yeah. what's happening. Yeah, can they produce? So um I think I think I think you're intrigued. Mm. I think you're very much intrigued about the games. You think Chelsea Dortmund like ordinarily like definitely picking Chelsea, but I'm like Chelsea got Potter, but also Chelsea in the Champions League mm. when things are not going well for them. Everyone else, James and, and it's like ah oh, okay, um, things yeah just happen for them and like they might they might go deep. So it's 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 throwing up yeah like matchups where every single one of them you're like what's going to happen. I hear you. I was about to ask you who shouldn't win it because if Chelsea can't pull another fairy tale. Nah, man. Like <laughs> they can't do that to Spurs, us. You know, number one Spurs. Yeah. Like Spurs can't have all, like every English team that has played in the Champions League. Okay, maybe not like has Champions League title, but Arsenal. Like, ah. And then when we're gonna come back into the Champions League next season, Mbappé will be playing for Real Madrid or for whoever. And then now I'm just like okay. The road to prosperity is all that much harder as you last found it. Or you'll find a buy because it's in Andrzej issues by Munich <laughs> and, and Barcelona. You'll find a witty, oh no, yeah. they are ready to contend for, 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 for more Champions League titles. But I'd say it's, I'd say Spurs yeah, to I begin fully with. I agree with you, yeah. Um, yeah, like Spurs, yeah, Chelsea kind of three as well, man. <laughs> like, 
Chelsea are 20 years old, Chuck. They can't be having like three European titles. And doesn't and if this right. is fully judged as a fan. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's like nah, like, yeah. it, does, it doesn't look right. As I, as I was say, I'm accepting that City will eventually do it. Mm. I don't want that either. Like, I'm, I'm happy City to not have a Champions I'm very happy for City to not have a Champions League title. Um, yeah. Everyone else, like about Dortmund, love. It's great, you know, because yeah, Dortmund do have a Champions League title anyway. Mm. Like, yeah, Dortmund can go win it. Or if it's Benfica, it's like, oh, the first time in 60 years, like, it's a great story. Mm. Napoli as well, you know, with, with, with having not having lost Maradona not so long ago, that's a great story as well. I mean, United and Barca are not in the Champions League. I'm very <laughs> happy about that. So everyone else, like, yeah, I mean, for Milan, find their form as well. It's like, because they would have knocked out Spurs to begin with. Yeah, I'd be good with that as well. But, it's it's a it's unlike any season I think we've seen. Um, and when we come, when we do have the champion and come back to talk about it, like to track that path is going to be a, a an interesting chat, which we'll have because we we talk we talk about these things when when they happen. Chuck, um, after a football centric um, conversation and episode, that's it for this week uh thank you guys for joining us on tour front again please continue to listen to us on spotify and iono on apple podcasts as chat says at the top of the episode we will be back um soon hopefully mm-hmm. with, with 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 brand new things on youtube so do continue to subscribe and to like our old videos find us on social media at Twitter and on Instagram at two upfront pod. I am at Jana Skomzulu. Chuck is at Chuck two up from J. I'm Audi. I'll tell you this: we need to be back up on video by the time United win the Carabao. I need a platform to celebrate. It's been too long. Yo, Newcastle do it. <laughs> we are moving heaven and earth to be on video. Yes, when I said it was a record, Newcastle must just do it. <laughs> All right, guys, hit us up um, on those platforms. Let us know what you think on these topics. Tim and Kosi Lodge comes back for Pirates, scores in the return against the All-Stars in the Netbank Cup. Do you think as a player he's been overhyped in terms of what he can actually bring to the Buccaneers, or do you think it's warranted? Um, we speak, uh, sorry, we previewed um, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea City against Arsenal, um, the game coming coming up in this, in this midweek. Do you think Arsenal should be scared or wary about the points gap that is slowly diminishing, or do you think they've got enough to hold off City who came off a 3-1 win against Aston Villa? We then went into the Champions League and having established that which there aren't any clear favourites, who do you think will lift the, the title? Do you think it will be a dark horse? Do you think the perennial favourites will go on and lift again? Or do you think someone out of left field, like a Tottenham, <laughs> will surprise no. all of us? <laughs> this is Chuck and I'm out. <laughs>